Salutations, listeners. You're listening to another episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast, and I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, your doctor for jazz. And it's our mission here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast to cure whatever it is that ails you through the power and the majesty of jazz music. In this episode, we are calling this Power Bill, the electric side of Bill Evans. That's right, we have taken a special spotlight in the past to the evolution of the Bill Evans Trio and what gorgeous colors that presents and the unmistakable empathy between those three gentlemen, whoever Bill Evans had in the bass chair and the drum seat. We've also taken a look at the solo eloquence of Bill Evans' recordings on solo piano. But this is an important part that I feel gets neglected, and that's the electric side of Bill Evans. Now, it's different than, say, the electric side of someone like Miles Davis. It's not... uh, a quick jump cut in a different direction. Instead, what you get with Bill Evans on electronic instruments such as the Fender Rhodes or a synthesizer, something like that, is someone who presents a lot of care, grace, and intentionality with his approach to even electric instruments. It's not going to be anything funky or crazy uh, or fusion-y, for lack of a better term, in the styles of, say, Herbie Hancock or Chick Corea or even Joe Zabinol. This is unmistakably Bill Evans' own personal approach to these electric instruments. So sit back, grab a beverage, and thank you for allowing us to be part of your day or your evening as we delve into Power Bill, the electric side of Bill Evans, here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Enjoy. Thank you. 
Thank you. 
Okay, okay. So, a couple of things to unpack there. We started off with Bill Evans in a duo setting with bassist Eddie Gomez with the track Are You All the Things? which is a mix-up on the words of All the Things You Are which is where the chord changes come from. comes from their 1974 duo album Intuition on Fantasy Records and we heard a very beautiful electric piano uh, style the the beautiful electric stylings of Bill Evans on uh, the Fender Rhodes there so yeah and it, it's it's really interesting to hear like I said before previously the care the grace and the intentionality that Bill plays with, uh, we already know what a giant he is on the piano, but to emote that kind of expression, that level of expressiveness on an electric instrument, that's rare. That's really rare. And uh, Bill does a fascinating job with it. Um, In the middle of this set, we heard the tune, uh, the original composition by Bill Evans, Funk Alero. And it comes from the 1971 masterpiece on Columbia Records, the Bill Evans album, featuring Marty Morell on the drums, and again, Eddie Gomez on the bass. Now, something that's worth mentioning there is um, you heard the track Punkalero start with electric piano, and then midway to the end towards the end you heard Bill switch to acoustic piano because it's my feeling in my opinion for whatever that's worth that I think that Bill Evans felt that the electric piano like the Fender Rhodes um, was an extension of the piano the acoustic piano almost like a, a different color palette You know, you just kind of shift into like pastel mode or something, so to speak, when you play the the electric piano as opposed to the acoustic piano. And you can blend them together, which he does a fantastic job of. And um, we heard uh, that as well. That same kind of, this is the reason I think that, you know, is because that's what we heard on the last track too, which is a tune called Maxine. Um which was um, Nanette's uh, daughter from a previous marriage. Um, And, of course, you know, Nanette and Bill had Evan, Evan Evans, uh, together. And uh, Bill wanted to write a tune for this, you know, sweet little girl of Nanette's called Maxine. And it comes from his 1978 album, New Conversations, in which it's the final part of the trilogy conversations with myself further conversations with myself and then finally new conversations and it is a it's a solo album in which he overdubs himself uh comping behind the the melodies that he has written and he wrote that tune that's another original from bill 
Maxine is. And um, what makes well what what makes the album New Conversation stand apart from the other two is that um, there is overdubbing with electric piano and acoustic piano simultaneously. The previous two albums, Conversations with Myself and Further Conversations, uh, are just all acoustic piano. So, once again, this kind of lends itself to the thought process that Bill Evans used the electric piano and its color palette as an extension of the offerings of the acoustic piano. So, yeah. Hopefully you dug all those tunes. I know I certainly did. Um, but yeah, that's what we're kind of spotlighting here on this episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast is the electric side of Bill Evans. Uh, something that's you know generally overlooked. There's not a wealth of material out there that Bill recorded on electric piano. But I think it's a it's a very niche thing, but I think it's something that's worth uh, observation and to be discussed and kind of put a little bit of a spotlight on. So hopefully you're digging that as well and as much as we are. So don't forget, you can find the Dr. Jazz Podcast wherever you find your podcast, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple, Amazon, TuneIn, Podbean, whatever. We are there. So if you know someone who would really dig this kind of brand of a, of a podcast, please pass it on to them. Uh, remember, we're not making a dime on this, so it's truly a labor of love uh, for educational purposes and good vibe purposes. So to help you get your mind off of the weary things in the world. So And all while doing it to some awesome music. So there you go. Um, yeah, and if you're trying to jot these uh, album titles and tracks down, there's no need to do that. Don't worry about that. We've got all that covered for you. Just go to our website, which is Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast.wordpress.com. And there you can find out each track's title, the artist, and the album artwork in the order in which they're played. So that way you know exactly what to go hunting for in your local record store or what to stream or what to purchase. Okay. Uh, also, at the top of that page from our website there's a little button that says contact if you'd like to write to us we'd certainly love to hear from you always love hearing from our listeners and uh, we will write you back it may take a little while because life is busy from time to time but other than that um, we will write you back so yeah love to hear some of your thoughts on this episode or any of the other ones that you may check out okay so enough talking from me let's get to our next great set of power bill the electric side of bill evans here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Thank you. 
Oh, gorgeous. Whew. All right. So that track is titled The Other Side of Midnight, also known as Noel's Theme, written by master composer Michel Legrand. And it is featured on the 1979 album Affinity, which features Bill Evans in the company of the great harmonica player Toots Tillmans. But also on this album is Mark Johnson on the acoustic bass, Elliot Zygmunt on drums, and Larry Schneider on tenor and soprano sax and alto flute. But on that track, we mainly heard Toots Tillmans on harmonica and the great Bill Evans on electric keyboards. Yeah. And it's just a hauntingly beautiful piece. I mean, it's already going to be beautiful if it comes from the, the pen of Michel Legrand. But then to be fully fleshed out by Toots Tillmans and Bill Evans. Whew, that's a whole nother level. So, yeah. And speaking of a whole nother level, uh, the track in the middle of that set is just a gorgeous track that no one talks about. I mean, granted, when the Bill Evans catalog is literally littered with diamonds everywhere you turn, from Waltz for Debbie to Turn Out the Stars and all these uh, Funkalero, all these other great original compositions, it's, it's hard to pinpoint all of them. You know what I mean? Um, but one that does not seem to be very quick on the tongues of a lot of even Bill Evans aficionados is the track that we heard in the middle there and it's a track called Only Child written by Bill Evans uh, featured on his album titled We Will Meet Again featuring Mark Johnson on the bass Joe LaBarber on the drums Larry Schneider on saxophones and Tom Harrell on the trumpet and specifically being featured there. Uh, this album, I'm trying to read the very small writing here. I believe it's 1979 or 1980. Let me just open it up here. Yeah, 1980. And, um, yeah, it, it's just, it, it's a gorgeous piece. And on the back of it, I mean, this is definitely Bill at the very uh, winter of his days. And it says, in loving dedication to my late brother, Harry L. Evans, 1927 to 1979. And, um, you know, it it's a gorgeous piece. There's no context, by the way. There's no liner notes that talks about... Um, this particular piece or the inspiration for its title or anything like that. Um, not in this album, at least. But I wonder if... The, the first inclination is that, you know, perhaps this was um, to Evan Evans, which is the only child that Bill Evans had, right, with uh, Nanette. But I wonder if it's actually more of an introspective title because uh, after losing his brother, 
Harry Evans, who he loved so dearly, uh, uh, maybe he felt like an only child. So it, it's hard to say. But I know that um, through the documentary, Time Remembered, if you've never seen that, it's a great documentary on Bill Evans. Um, he was very close to his brother, Harry. And Harry, uh, later in life, uh, became schizophrenic and um, went out and sadly bought a shotgun and ended his life in that fashion. And that, along with um, Bill's longtime partner, Elaine, throwing herself in front of a New York City subway uh, when they came to the realization that they couldn't have children, and Bill left Elaine for... Uh, Nanette. Uh, yeah, that kind of made Bill go and return uh, to using drugs. And then from that point, Nanette had, had told Bill that she wanted him nothing to do with him if she was going, if he was going to go back to drugs. And that's when Bill met Laurie and that's where we are at this chronological point in his life. So, yeah, um, a lot of people call it the slowest suicide in the history of jazz uh, when Bill returned to dr- using drugs. But, um, yeah, I wonder if that piece was more introspective than about Evan Evans. So, And it's, it's a very sad story. I mean, it, it's truly like a very sad Russian play, but it is what it is. Um, and we get the beautiful music from all that travesty. So, there you have it. Uh, the lengthy first tune that we heard in that set um, was a piece called Movement One Part C uh, from the album Symbiosis. And uh, Symbiosis was uh, a piece that was composed by the great conductor and, and composer Klaus Ogerman. And uh, it was recorded on the MPS label in um, 1974. And, yeah, it featured uh, the Bill Evans Trio with full orchestra of New York Phil musicians. Um, Bill Evans Trio at this point in time was Bill Evans on the Steinway and Fender Rhodes piano, which we got to hear. Uh, Eddie Gomez on bass and Marty Morell on the drums. And there's two things I want to share with you uh, regarding this lengthy piece. Uh, it's a very cool piece, first of all, in that it, it, it features Bill with the trio and within the context of an orchestra and a through-composed kind of piece uh, with a lot of flexibility. So I want to read you something that Bill said in the liner notes and then something that Klaus Ogerman said. So first, the words of Bill Evans. He says, As I grow older, I am increasingly tempted to direct the listener to pure oral experience of the music and decreasingly interested in verbiage about the same. Therefore, I only wish to say that this recording is one of those which happen rather infrequently, but in which I am most proud to have participated. My sincere appreciation goes to MPS Records for making this worthwhile project possible, and my special thanks and respect to Klaus Ogerman, for writing this memorable and I believe important work and for paying me the supreme compliment 
of selecting me to be pianist on this premiere recording. Very kind words uh, on Bill Evans' part. But something that Klaus Ogerman says is Symbiosis stands here for Bill's free playing and the binding severe text of the score. Both contributions could exist separately, but circumstances place the assignment into the hands of two individuals. We might not have succeeded without Bill's ease at situations that call for accommodation. He is, as no other player, able to create within any degree of musical tension. His elimination of everything unnecessary and a rare sensitivity confirm again that he's with no doubt the most distinguished jazz pianist of our time. Another jazz musician with more of a quote-unquote showboat approach might have easily misunderstood my intentions, and at this point I am unable to envision the piece being played by anyone else but Bill. I am thankful that our by now 12-year-old friendship and our earlier attempts for the Verve label have resulted in this recording. So Klaus was very complimentary to Bill and saying that someone of more of a showboat personality would not have been able to take on the challenge of this. So there you go. All right. So enough talking from me. Let us get to our third set of music featuring the electric side of Bill Evans here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
Gorgeous. Beautiful. Exquisite. Oh, all right. So let's break down these three tunes in the order that we heard them. <clears throat> so the first tune that we heard was Re-Person I Knew, which is an anagram of the name Oren Keepnews, who was um, the record producer for years over at, um, what do you call it, uh, Fantasy... <clears throat> and um, what is it? Prestige Records. Yeah. And <clears throat> it actually turns out that Orn Keep News is the one um, who was Bill's first producer, and he was the one who was responsible for reissuing the Bill Evans album, the 1971 album, on Columbia Records onto CD. So, uh, yeah. So, where we heard Funkalero before in a previous set, uh, this comes from the same album, um, and it's Reperson I Knew, which is kind of fitting because Orin Keep News had quite a lot to do with that album. So there you have it. Um, after that, which by the way, if I didn't say before, it features, of course, Bill Evans on acoustic and electric piano, Eddie Gomez on the bass, and Marty Morell on the drums, recorded in 1971. In the middle of the set, we heard uh, another selection from the duo album, Intuition, with Eddie Gomez and Bill Evans. We heard Showtype Tune, which, no doubt, sounds like a Showtype Tune. <laughs> uh, it, again, is from the 1975 album, <clears throat> Intuition for Fantasy Records, and it's, a, an, it's an, another original tune by Bill Evans. So, yeah. Very, very, very cool. Um, very upbeat, you know, which is nice to hear both those sort of things. Because, you know, in case you weren't sure, the electric piano, the Fender Rhodes, it sounds different. It's very percussive, you know. Um, it almost has a different timbre when you strike it convincingly versus gently. And not saying that the piano, the acoustic piano does not, but... It, there's a certain uh, difference in timbre with the attack uh, that's really evident with an electric piano. So uh, it's nice to hear upbeat tunes versus ballads and what mastery Bill Evans has on both fronts. So there you go. And then we ended the, the set there with one of my absolute, I mean, top ten favorite Bill Evans tunes, uh, that he recorded, and it's an original composition by Earl Zendars, entitled Soiree. And it's just so gorgeous. It starts with the intro on acoustic piano, and then uh, Bill just seamlessly shifts into the electric piano. Um, Eddie Gomez is on bass, Marty Morell is on drums, it comes from the 1969-1970 recording, Bill Evans, from left to right. Um, yeah, it's just, this is a fantastic album. I absolutely love this album. Um, it's got two versions of um, The Dolphin, Lullaby for Helene, Like Someone in Love, Children's Play Song. It's so good. It, and, and, of course, that tune, Soiree. And... Furthermore, for the liner notes from this album, uh, and from left to right, they actually got a hold of Harold Rhodes 
himself. That's right. The inventor of the Fender Rhodes piano, electric piano. And here's what Harold Rhodes had to say about Bill Evans and this album. The ultimate vindication for a lifetime of effort spent in the development of a new musical instrument is the thrill of hearing it respond to the deft and sensitive touch of such an artist as Bill Evans. I have experienced that thrill in this album. Bill Evans is certainly the musician's musician, the pianist's pianist. I was impressed by the peculiar way in which I first came to know this man. It was at a quiet dinner given some years ago in the home of the well-known piano stylist Eddie Higgins. I was there primarily to hear some of his latest recordings. After about an hour, he interrupted the proceedings with a question, Did I know Bill Evans? I confessed my ignorance, whereupon he announced that he was the fountainhead of all his inspiration. What followed was certainly the most memorable evening of exposure to pure artistry that I have ever experienced. With this as a background, one can well imagine my feelings when, years later, I received a phone call from the same Bill Evans asking if he could use one of my instruments for an upcoming album. With this album, the dream becomes a reality. Harold Rhodes. That, that's some heavy words. That's some heavy words for the inventor of the Fender Rhodes instrument. So, mm. But well said and well played, Harold Rhodes. Remember, if you, we are wherever you find your podcast, so if you know someone who would really enjoy this podcast, please pass it on to them. We're, wherever you can find your podcast, whether that's Apple, Amazon, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podbean, we are there. So tell your friends if you think that they would dig the Dr. Jazz podcast. We'd love to have some more listeners. On top of that, if you're trying to jot down all this stuff, don't worry about it. Just pop on over to our website, which is Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z podcast.wordpress.com. And there you can find out all the track titles, artists, and album artwork info in the order in which we play them. So that way you know what to go look for yourself. And please support these artists, their estates, and their families if you can help it. That would be awesome. Um, yeah. And if you'd like to contact us, please click the contact at the top of the website page and it will open up a blank box in which you can craft an email. Hit send and it will come directly to me and I will write you back. So we'd love to hear from our listeners. Um, <clears throat> we've got one more great set on this special spotlight into the electric side of Bill Evans. So do not go anywhere. We got a good one coming for you here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast. <laughs>
just have to love it okay let's break down this uh, in the order in which we heard them the very first track that we heard was a tune called song for helen no doubt dedicated to bill evans longtime producer helen king um from his album that we've already covered new conversations in which uh it's the the third part of the three albums the last one in which he overdubbed himself, accompanying himself. An incredible, incredible track. Um, out of the eight tracks on the album, this is the one that starts out the entire album. And it truly is something just majestic and lush to hear. So, yeah. Song for Helen. Then in the middle of that set, we actually heard uh, an original piece by Larry Schneider who was playing uh, soprano sax and alto flute on that track. And it's, it's a tune called Tomato Kiss. And it comes from that same album from 1979 that we talked about earlier, Affinity, uh, with Toots Tillmans on the harmonica solo there, Bill Evans on electric keyboard, Mark Johnson on the bass, and Elliot Zygman on the drums, in addition to Larry Schneider, uh, Schneider on the soprano sax and alto flute. Yeah. Recorded on October 30th and Halloween, October 31st, as well as November 1st and 2nd, 1978. That's a good year. All right. And then we ended with pure, exquisite lushness. We ended with Bill Evans uh, and a full string orchestra. Uh, conducted by Mickey Leonard with the Michelle Legrand masterpiece What Are You Doing for the Rest of Your Life? And that comes from the 1969 album Bill Evans from Left to Right playing uh, acoustic piano, electric piano along with 
Sam Brown on the guitar, Eddie Gomez on the bass, Marty Morell on the drums, and the full orchestra. Just gorgeous music. And the second track, written by Michelle Legrand, that we featured in this podcast alone. So that's a winning combination. Well, thank you so very much for being a, or allowing us to be a part of your day or your evening and present to you, you know, jazz podcasts that we love here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast. So hopefully you dug um, not only our puns, but the wonderful music inside of this episode, which was Power Bill, the electric side of Bill Evans. So, yeah. We'd love to hear your thoughts. If there's an, an electric uh, Bill Evans piece that maybe we missed that you absolutely love, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Well, in closing, we always love to end with the famous words by the great Duke Ellington. You are very kind. You are very gracious. You're very beautiful. And we do love you madly. So thank you for listening. And until next time, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, y'all be good now, because in jazz, we trust. <laughs>